Today I want to chat with you guys about being multi-passionate and what this means in terms of niching down because I'm sure we have all seen all over the internet that there are two camps when it comes to this. So there is, there is the camp of people who believe that if you're multi-passionate, you shouldn't have to box yourself in. You should just be able to have your finger in lots of pies. And then there's the other camp that say, no, you have to niche down in order to be successful. So where does that leave us if we are someone who is multi-passionate? First of all, I wanna say every, this is my opinion anyway, but every human being on the planet is multi-passionate, not just a handful of us. I think there is a misconception out there when people say, I'm multi-passionate. It's like this label that we seem to think only a select few of us have. And if we're multi-passionate, then this means we're just not the kind of person who can pick a niche and stick with it. And I don't personally agree. I think every human on the planet is multi-passionate and it's very, very rare that you'll find someone who has one passion and one passion only and they find that passion early on and then they just stick with that passion for the rest of their life and don't ever do anything different. Now, yes, there are people who find their career passion and they stick with that career for their lifetime, but that's not most people. And secondly, even if they do, I guarantee they have passions outside of that career. They're not just using their career, their business, their job as the one and only thing that meets all of their needs for creative fulfillment, that fulfills all of their passions. I don't believe most people do that, even if they do have a career that is lifelong. They have hobbies outside of that career. So this idea that there's only a select few of us that are multi-passionate and that means that it kind of disqualifies us from choosing a niche, I don't think is true. I actually kind of believe that fear of niching is often just fear of commitment and a fear of making a mistake. But if we let fear of commitment, fear of making mistakes hold us back from taking action, we're always going to find ourselves feeling stuck and feeling stagnant. Just like anything in life, if you have a fear of commitment in relationships, but the desire to, let's say, get married one day, you're going to have to, at some point, do the work to get over the fear of commitment, the fear of making a mistake. You're going to have to accept the fact that, yeah, you could make a mistake. Yeah, this might not work out as well as you had hoped. Yes, you might have to make a change in your relationship in the future. Who knows? Like, that's a possibility. You just, it's one of those things that's uncertain. You just won't know. But you shouldn't let it stop you from taking a risk. You shouldn't let it stop you from committing, right? And the same goes for business. So if we have um, if we have a fear of commitment or making mistakes in other areas of our lives, there's a very high chance that those fears translate over into your business as well. So 
that's not just if you have a fear of commitment or making mistakes in relationships, you might just have a fear of making mistakes in general. Maybe you were a kid and you learned that when you make mistakes, your parents withhold love from you. Or if you make a mistake, you're going to be isolated and alienated from everyone that you know and love. Some of us have been raised to believe those things and that, in my opinion, creates, sometimes anyway, creates this fear within us of making a mistake. I wanna share three things that I find personally really helpful when choosing a niche. And I shared these things earlier this week with my group program before we dove into getting the cogs turning on what the super niche could be. Because if you've been around me uh, for the last few months, you know that in my program, I help you choose a super niche. So it's not just a regular niche. This is a niche that goes above and beyond normal to really help your business stand out. But before we can do the job of choosing a super niche, it's really helpful to understand these three things, especially if you are someone who is multi-passionate and you're using that as a reason to not niche down. So the first thing you've got to understand is that you need to stop pressuring your business to be the one and only place where you fulfill all of your passions and where you get all of your creative fulfillment. I think that is an unrealistic expectation to have because just like going back to the relationships example, hopefully we all understand that, and I know some people don't, but like hopefully most of us understand that we can't meet every single one of our partner's needs and vice versa because our needs can't be met by just one person. We need to get our needs met through hobbies, through family, through friends, through sisterhood, through rest, through career, whatever it may be. There are so many different ways to get your needs met. And if we try and get all of our needs met by one person, not only is that unfair to that person, but it's damaging to us. And so the same applies to business. Don't expect to get all of your creative needs met in your business. This is what hobbies are for. And we can have hobbies. We don't have to make sure our business allows us to express our, for me, for instance, allow me to express my love of editing, editing videos, my love of photography, um, my love of business and business coaching. If I tried to make sure that I offered all of these things as services, that would be a very confusing brand. And what I can do instead is have some of those things as hobbies. Get some of those creative needs and passions fulfilled through hobbies. And there's another way that you can also tie in some of your passions into your business without them being a part of your niche. But that is something that I dive into inside of my program. So that was tip one, stop pressuring your business to be the one place where you fulfill all of your passions. You need to get your your needs and your passions fulfilled from multiple areas. Number two, be real. You're not trapped. And I know if you're someone who has ever had a fear of entrapment, 
Like, let's say for instance, I don't know if you guys are familiar with attachment styles. I know that not everybody is, but they're also, um, knowing your attachment style I know is a very popular thing nowadays and something people have become more aware of. So if you're somebody who is leaning more towards avoidant or disorganized attachment, um, these are people who tend to be afraid of entrapment, be afraid of being trapped within relationship, be afraid of being smothered. So if you're someone who resonates with that attachment style, you might also find yourself struggling with the same fear within business and this belief that you have in your head that if you choose a niche, then you are trapped. But that isn't your reality. You can change your mind at any time. This is something I have had to learn in my life and my business because for a very long time, I believed Um, For instance, I believed if I get married and then I'm unhappy or if I get married and I choose the wrong person or I make a mistake, then I am trapped. Therefore, it created this fear of marriage for me, like this fear of getting married, this fear of commitment. That's where that came from for me. But I'm not actually trapped. I wouldn't actually be trapped. It's just a belief that I had in my head that I would that I would be trapped. But I could make the choice if I wanted to, to not be. So we're never actually truly, truly trapped. There are very few things in life that we're truly trapped with once we make that decision. And I say trapped in air quotes, but yeah, there's there's very few things, there's very few situations where you are actually trapped. And picking a niche is definitely one of them. You're not actually trapped if you choose one. I don't recommend niche hopping, so going from niche to niche all of the time. Definitely once you have decided on a niche and you've given yourself time to experiment and see what would be a good niche fit for you, once you have found something you feel pretty confident in, give yourself at least a year to actually do the work, to experiment, to fail forward and tell yourself, I'm gonna give this one year, if by the end of this year, this 12 months, this is not working for me and I really don't enjoy this, I can at that point then decide if I want to pivot. So I find that really helpful and I know my clients do too, to remind themselves they're not trapped, to give themselves one year to experiment and then tell themselves I don't need to feel, I don't need to have it all figured out right now I can come back to this in one year's time and if it isn't a good fit it isn't a good fit but I'm gonna at least give myself that one year and then we have number three niching down isn't limiting it's actually freeing because it frees you from being stuck in the deciding on a niche phase It frees you from that phase so that you can start taking action, selling and making income. I can't tell you how many business owners I know who have stayed stuck on deciding a niche for months, if not years, and have let that really hold them back from growing their business, growing their income, showing up, being visible and selling just because they are not deciding on the niche. They're not committing 
to a niche. They're afraid to make a mistake. They're afraid to be bored. Niching down isn't limiting. I know that to the logical brain, it can feel like it is, but niching down does not have to be a limiting thing. It frees you up to start taking action. And there's a quote that I love, and it goes something like, as long as you're taking steps forward, you'll eventually step in the right direction. And that is the case with niching down. You might be afraid to make a mistake. You might be afraid even to take a step in the wrong direction. But as long as you are taking steps, you will eventually get closer and closer to the right direction. The real danger is when you're stuck still. You're stood in one place then you're not progressing towards your goals or your dreams at all. You're just stagnant. I would rather take steps forwards. I would rather take those steps, even if they aren't quite right, or even if they are messy, or they are a mistake, or they become failures. I would rather fail forwards and fail fast than stay stuck in one place. So that's it from me in this episode. I hope that you found something helpful in here about niching down. Um, I do really encourage choosing a niche and it does not have to be as limiting as you might believe that it is in your head. I could talk about this for much, much longer, but I'll keep all of that for inside of my program. For now, if you enjoyed this episode and you found it helpful, I would really appreciate if you left a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify because that honestly helps me get this podcast in front of more people and rank more highly so I can grow my business and I can get more guests on the podcast as well. So I just really appreciate it whenever you guys take the time to leave a rating or review. And if you are interested in joining the next cohort of my program, The Simple Business Builder. I will leave the link to join the waitlist in the show notes below. The Simple Business Builder is a coaching program, a group coaching program to help you learn how to attract clients consistently and start scaling your business to 5K months, working just three days a week. That's a big focus inside of my program is how can we work smarter and not harder? How can we build a business, a simple business around our lives, a business that supports our lives instead of consuming them? So if that sounds aligned with what you want out of life and business, abundance and plenty of clients, plenty of income, but also plenty of time and space and balance, I would love to see you in the next cohort. So go ahead and join the waitlist. If you're more of a self-study person, I will also leave the link to my self-study courses. Thank you so much for listening. I'll speak to you next week.